sure. But so, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the PTC cast. We are here in our first episode. Ooh, PTC cast. You like that? Yeah. I, I do. thought PTC podcast would be too much, so I thought PTC cast. Would be I like that. That was on the fly. I had yeah. no idea. No, that. I thought that fly. would be clean, but. Um, the thing I wanted to go into here was I want to know about your first experience in the gym. I want to know everything going through your head. I want to know your workout, what you did, how you felt. Because I had a really good conversation with a client not too long ago. And like personally, my first experience, and I'll get into it a little bit after yours, but like my first experience was like um, terrifying. Really? Oh yeah, dude. Why? Um, I'll, I'll tell you. I mean, but as far as just like people, um, I think it was more of a self-conscious thing, like terrified because of how I felt about myself. Oh yeah. But I mean, you think about it, man, like you're going into this place where like, there's all these extremely muscular people, in shape people, and you're something on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So you're gonna sit there and think that they're looking at you or judging you or you're not. Oh yeah, just like the self-conscious. Yeah, but tell me about yours. Um, so first of all, is this like, are we talking about in-school weightlifting or like, Either. A 24 hour commercial Either. gym. Well, and I thought you'd have an interesting opinion too because like just training out at Destination Dallas, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's <laughs> a that's a pretty intense environment to walk into for the first time. Yeah. You know? So, so I guess give me all of them. Give me, give me weight room, give me commercial gym, give me Destination Dallas. So now that I think about it, this, first of all, this is gonna sound cocky as hell, but in every weight room that I've been in, even since I was like 14 years old, all the way up to now, um, I've never like, I guess, been intimidated by other weightlifters. And I don't even know if intimidation is the right word, but like self-conscious. Yeah. Uh, because I always thought that I was the baddest motherfucker in there. Yeah. And I always thought, again, even when I was 14 in middle school, um, I always thought that I was stronger and faster yeah. than all the other kids. Yeah. Even if I actually wasn't, I still had this belief in so my you head. Had, you kind of had this ego shield. Yeah, bro, yeah. and I think that's taken me a long way, but like, for example, when I was in middle school and I went to the weight room, uh, or at least this is one of the times that I can remember, there's this dude named uh, Jason Gonzalez, Jason Gonzalez Witzel, and we're still uh, good friends today, but he, he came to the middle school like out of nowhere. He was a new, uh, new student and he was the strongest kid in all of Stafford, um, that was our middle school name, and even watching him like bench, and we would always arm wrestle, and he would always whoop my ass <laughs> along with everybody else yeah, yeah. in the school. I still thought that I was. Well, how big were you in middle school? A bad mother. What's up? How big were you in middle school? Like, I mean, I wasn't big. Stats. I wasn't big, man. Um, I don't remember like exactly how much I weighed. I was probably like. In eighth grade, I was probably like 130, probably like 135. Yeah. Because I think freshman year, I was like 145, and that's when I started getting into wrestling, or maybe 155. Okay. But I wasn't a big kid. Okay. I wasn't. As you've, you've seen my before pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like I, I was lean. Yeah. I was mean. Yeah. I was aggressive. Yeah. But I was not big. See, I was built like a marshmallow in the eighth grade, bro. Yeah, bro, what the fuck? It's like we traded but, places. Yeah, no, I guess so. I'm but, a burnt marshmallow now. But, okay, so, you know, as far as that all goes, like, it's just, it's kind of interesting. Like, was that, like, a competitive aspect, or is that, like, how you viewed yourself? Uh, I viewed myself that way because of uh, competitive aspects. Like, I don't know. I always thought that I was 
again, even if I actually wasn't, I still had it in my head that I was. Yeah. And I think that's that's even showing today the fact that I lost all this weight and all this strength, but I still believe that I'm like way stronger than I probably actually am right now. Sure. And that comes into reality, I think, because I believe that. Yeah. Like I think I wouldn't have got that deadlift the other day if I didn't believe that at this moment in time I can deadlift 800. Yeah. And which is crazy because I, I missed 785, but I think I can deadlift 800. Yeah. Like it's, it makes no sense, but the fact that I believe it just helps me. And I think part of that is just kind of where you're at mentally because like when you first walk into a gym, well you did, you know, it's evident that like your thought process and the way you view yourself is a lot different than like the average Joe. Yeah. Cause, cause personally, like the first time I walked into a gym, it was, it's either a 24 hour in LA fitness over in Little Elm. Mm -hmm. And I was probably 12. I was there with my mom. 12? And I, yeah. And I specifically, between like 12 and 14. And I specifically remember doing a set of rope pushdowns on the mm -hmm. cable stack. And when I let it go, like I didn't, I didn't really know. So I didn't, I didn't like drop it and bang it or anything like that. But like I let it go pretty, pretty smooth. Yeah. And it, it made a noise, you know, it popped. Oh, and, you really? Uh, and, every, and I kind of looked around and like I saw a couple people like smirk and giggle and dude immediately I was like I want to go home really like, oh yeah man yeah just wow. because everybody was looking at me and I was like oh I fucked up I wasn't supposed to do that yeah you know and so that was kind of like my first take into it and then you know move you know once I started going to to pack and um you know I was like 14 15 started doing bench and curls every day bench and curls every day and you know yeah. it, it took me a lot of time to build that confidence until I was a a cocky kid around like 17 18 you know, 16 you, 17 18 but like no my my first experience in the gym man was was pretty pretty reserved pretty scared pretty um well did you have like lifting partners no so you went with your mom but you just no we rolled up yeah we rolled up together but we weren't working out together i don't want to work out with my mom dude i was like yeah. I, thought, I was like i was trying to be a cool kid i wasn't gonna like work out with my mom yeah which i would now you. of course i have before but at the time, you know, you're 12 or 13, you're you're in the gym for the first time. You're yeah. like, I'm going to be a man. I'm going to work out. You're looking like, at all these other people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Yeah. So I think it's just, it's interesting because I know a lot of people struggle with that. Um, and that's something that I have to talk with clients about a lot too, man, is it's like, it's not a place where you need to be anxious or nervous or scared because nobody's looking at you. Everybody's looking at yeah, nobody. Nobody cares about what you're doing. Um, just like you said, everybody's self-conscious, whether they're critical of themselves or whether they're just trying to improve themselves. Like, they don't, they don't care about what you're doing. Yeah. Now, if you drop weights or something, yeah, they may like look over but that's for half a second. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. They'll look over for like half a second and then they'll completely forget about sure. you again. So. Sure. That's an etiquette thing, and I guess you know to my point earlier, like that was enough for me to be like, oh crap, I wasn't, I shouldn't be here. But that was just because I was so like self-conscious and in my own skin then but you know i think for a lot of people it's just kind of it's one of those things where it's 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 a fear thing because the thought process is oh everybody there's going to be so fit and they're going to judge me and i'm not going to be able to keep up and i won't you know look like them or perform like them but yeah i mean in actuality like i think when you show up as a beginner and you start making progress like people are going to let you know oh you yeah know i mean people are going to say something people yeah people that like, you don't even do know great. yeah like they'll you, you see people like subconsciously at the gym that you see all the time and maybe y'all give each other like a nod of yeah. respect or something. Yeah. But yeah, if you're there for like a year and you've progressed a ton, you're gonna get a lot of yeah. compliments from people that you don't really even know. Right. And it feels good 
to get yeah. those compliments. Well, it's like a reassurance. Yeah, and I know something for me too was like there were a ton of people, and, and it could be just because I was a kid, you know, between whatever, like 16, 17 at PAC. And again, that part of it becomes that community thing and just seeing those same that community people is so over. Awesome. Yeah, but you know, it, it was one of those things where it was like, you know, people were more than willing to to help, to mm-hmm. work out together, to work in, you know what I mean? Like people are, people are interested in that because one thing you got to keep in mind is like, there's not many places on the planet that everybody in the same building has the same goal of yeah. getting better. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And and your getting better doesn't take away from my getting better. My getting better doesn't take away from your getting better. Yeah, like uh-huh. we're we're literally all in the same boat, moving in the same direction. You know, maybe different goals, sure, but like it's all there to to get where you want to go. Yeah, I mean the gym, it's it's really a community. Like no matter if you're isolating yourself from everybody like that's your choice but at the end of the day you're gonna see if you're working out like on a set regimen you know monday wednesday friday whatever you're gonna see those same people Mm -hmm. week by week month by month Mm -hmm. you know maybe year by year yeah and go out and talk to them yeah like it's 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 cool man like it's get some workout partners yeah you know, spotters, people that are like-minded, that want to improve just like you. Yeah. Maybe people at the same age. Yeah. Uh, people with the same sport goals, whatever. Yeah. Um, the gym is freaking awesome, man. Yeah, a hundred percent. And so it's just, it's that's that's a, a frequent conversation again, just to circle back that I have to have with a lot of clients. Is it's like, you don't need to be scared, you don't need to be nervous, but I hundred percent see why people are. One hundred percent, man. I mean, thinking about it after talking about it. I guess there are some times where, like, I have to remind myself, like, hey, nobody cares about, like, nobody's watching you mm-hmm. mess up or something like that. Usually it's with me, like, recording yeah. on a tripod. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, that'll for I'm, sure get I'm you some be, eyes. I'm going to yeah. be that if guy. If you're filming yourself in the gym. Well, no. Not there's anymore. nothing wrong with that. Like, not anymore. Now, that's that's normal. You know, people will yeah. walk around with cameras like these, like, oh, yeah. just DL- DSLRs and record themselves oh, yeah. and be, like, walking around and like nobody pays a second glance unless you have like an entourage uh then you may you know piss a couple people off if you're like hogging machines but like people don't care yeah no 100 percent. so what about walking into like a gym like destination dallas for the first time which is still that same you know community i'm sure mm-hmm. but you know obviously has a pretty high um i don't even want to say barrier to entry but just like you have to it looks pretty, intense. Yeah, you have to be pretty secure and good with you if you're going to walk into a place like that to train. That's know? that's one of the that's one of the like most unfortunate parts, because I go to commercial gyms, and you know nothing against commercial gyms, but the people there they're very isolated with each other. Like nobody really talks to anybody in commercial gyms except the coaches mm-hmm. and their clients. You talking about like, like a twenty four hour like a twenty four hour Texas Family Fitness. Like nobody really communicates with each other mm-hmm. um, unless y'all are really in the same niche and y'all happen to bump into each yeah. other. It really You're, takes someone going out of their way for something to happen. It really like takes somebody, yeah. But that, that gyms like that make me think of like ants in a colony. You know, like there's just so much going on. There's so many people around. Like it's just, it's hard. You're talking to about commercial stop. gyms? Yeah, it's yeah, just exactly. it's hard to stop and like have, like we were just saying, like have that communication with someone, have that, that conversation, build that community up. Yeah, but at Destination, oh my gosh. I let me just say I love Destination Dallas. There are a couple people that'll talk, you know, a little bit of trash about it, but I freaking love Destination Dallas. It's the best gym that I've ever been to by far. 
it may look intimidating because yeah there are people in there that are like really freaking swole just huge and they look like meatheads um but at the end of the day like seriously 9.5 out of 10 people there are just sweethearts like they'll sit down and talk to you for hours on end um about their story they'll talk to you about your story um they'll go out of their way to help you when it comes to working out uh all it is is yeah you gotta you gotta just be friendly i mean well, something that's interesting to me too is like you know everybody no matter how genetically gifted or how long they've been working at it like at some point everybody has has been at their own baseline their own ground zero you know their own yeah so yeah nobody you relate to everybody yeah nobody woke up deadlifting 800 pounds nobody woke up shredded with a six-pack yeah exactly unless you're larry wills yeah but like it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't just like naturally happen like overnight you know mm -hmm. so everybody's been through some sort of grind some sort of process some sort of baseline that they started at and that's like that's important to keep in mind because that can it's easy to alienate yourself from people who are maybe a little bit more advanced in that regards but it's like you know most of them remember where they came from because this isn't a fast process either mm -hmm. even people who make you know impeccable progress where they're adding you know 100 pounds on their bench in a year or something like that like that's it's because of the years before yeah you uh, yeah you know building to that to where yeah. they're actually able to push it's themselves a long-term game man yeah like this this is this is a life thing mm -hmm. you know it's not like you just show up and do it for a little bit and leave mm -hmm. so and i will say when it comes to meeting people at the gym if i didn't or if my group of powerlifters didn't go out of their way or if I didn't go out of my way to talk to them, I would not be where I am today when it comes to powerlifting. Um, who knows, you know, where my fitness journey would have gone. But without like Jeremy, Charles, Steve, I guess I don't even know why I'm saying that. Y'all probably don't know <laughs> who they are. But they're close powerlifting friends and without them, I would not have achieved the things that I would have achieved in powerlifting. So go out, find your niche in whatever gym that you're in, and you can just tell by looking at people. Yeah. Uh, find your niche, start off by asking them for a spot. Yeah. Or start off by asking them, hey, I'm trying to build my tricep, whatever. How'd you get yours like that? Exactly, like, yeah. wow, you got huge triceps. How, how did you do that? I'm trying to work on mine. People love to give advice. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. it gives them a sense of like, high self-esteem it's like oh they're I coming to me something right yeah exactly like yeah yeah let me help you um do 10 times out of 10 they will help you unless they're like a freaking a-hole um pretty rare though very rare i've never bumped into that um but go out there and be friendly yeah try to improve yeah it's just it's one of those things man where you have to be you have to be willing to be a fool you have to be willing to to be a student you have to want to learn you know otherwise you you end up in this perpetual cycle of like not even wanting to show up and not even knowing what to do when you when you do show up oh yeah man yeah first day yeah i remember walking to the gym the first time and i was like um not only what do i do but how do i do it where do i do it how much do i do it how many you know what i mean there's there's so many questions to to all of this and that's a lot to think about like if you do get drowned in those questions um if you do have questions like that I'd say just ask them, Google them, YouTube them. Google. There's so yeah, much, there's so much free information out there. I mean, between not only just PTC, but 
I mean, any tons of YouTube pages, there's bodybuilding.com forms and like, they might not all be perfect. A lot of it's probably not the best advice, but it's like, at least it gives you some kind of starting point. And then from there you can figure it out, you know? There's tons of great information out there and there's tons of not so great information, but even the stuff that might not be perfect is at the very least gonna, gonna push you in some, give you some kind of idea, some kind of map or, you know, direction. Mm -hmm. So when it, when right now we're talking about, in this, ins in this instance, we're talking about um, this problem that your clients have when they first go into the gym. Yeah, which is, well I just think, I think it's an average show thing, man. I mean, yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. That goes across the board. So, when people are first trying to get into the gym, um, like environment, what do you recommend for them to do when it comes to achieving their goals? Because all their goals are going to be different. Right. But are, is there like a fundamental thing that they can do in order to find that path to get on the correct path? To yeah. Their goal? So I mean, I mean, I think a lot of it. A lot of it starts with with a plan, right? Like doing a bit of research and trying to figure out things before you just you step in there and you start banging your head against the wall. Mm -hmm. And you know, then communicating with people, asking for help, asking for advice. If you you know, if you have the money for it, hire a trainer. Mm -hmm. You know, pay someone to work with. A lot of gyms will do like a first session free kind of thing. Yeah. And like even though that might not be everything you need, like for somebody to just take you through the basics of a, a squat or a push up or something as simple as that, like that's at least another tool in your arsenal. Yeah. You know. But so just be an opportunist. Yeah, I mean, just yeah, just capitalizing anytime you can. Yeah, being willing to be a student, being willing to learn, and you know, I think one of the biggest parts is actually building the confidence to get in there and and you know having that vulnerability to walk in the door. Yeah, is I think a big part. I mean, I think that's the first step before even trying to figure out what it is you're going to do or how you're going to do it. I think it's literally getting in the door. Mm -hmm. You know, because I know for a lot of people, it's it's a maybe scared isn't the right word but it's a anxiety it's a people are going to look at me people are going to judge me i'm not going to be able to to keep up or you know which isn't even relevant just that you know what i mean yeah self-critical voice yeah that's, that's exactly you're trying exactly to right. keep you from improving yeah you're exactly right yeah, and we all have that to some degree or some mm -hmm. extent you know but yeah. one one thing that i can say that has always helped me um when it comes to my fitness goals is find a aspirational mentor somebody that has already achieved yeah. what you want to achieve yeah. um, and following their footsteps there's so many people that have done what I'm guessing the majority of the people watching this you know are Lose setting pounds, out to do build muscle gain strength like yeah whatever, there's whatever thousands of people yeah. out there that have somebody's done it exactly and there's somebody out there who has documented it on YouTube, blog, Instagram, just go find those people and it could, I don't know how you would find them, I'm sure you can just go on Google or you know, Facebook, um, yeah. something like that. Uh, I, immerse yourself, ask for help on your- That's the biggest thing, many, just immerse yourself. I mean, imagine if you were to go, if you're someone who has the average Facebook, you know, friend group where it's literally everybody you've ever even said hi to in your life and you literally just go on there and you post, looking at getting into working out, where do I start? Imagine yeah. how many people would comment. Ask the like, people you know, in your group, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's, there's 100% somebody you know. There's somebody that you can ask for help or you can ask for assistance or guidance or something, mm -hmm. you know? And then if that's not something you're willing to do or comfortable with doing, do some research, find it online. There's, there's tons of things out there, man. And the cool thing about that, if you do find, 
uh, the mentor is you will have an exact plan on what to do. You may have to extract some things here and there from their story and you know their progress and what they did, but it's all there. All you have to do is just take the time to learn how they did what they did and you'll be able to achieve whatever you want, whether that be, again, weight loss, um, building muscle, building strength, uh, just looking better, feeling better, anything. Yeah, whatever it is, somebody's done it. Mm-hmm. Cool, man. Yeah, man. You wanna wrap this one up? Yeah, Let's sure. do it. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to leave them in the comments section below. Let us know. You can email me, alex at progress2change.com. Signing off. That's it. Signing off. We're good. My name is Chris Cholito Saldana. See ya.